Welcome to the Conscious Craft Podcast. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Hannah. And we are two health coaches on a mission to create a happier world, one thought, one breath, and one bite at a time. We are kicking stress to the curb, and we're not going to take life so seriously. No, and we'd love for you to join, because we're all about community, and we want you to be a part of ours. So head over to the show notes and follow us on social media. We'd love to connect. and I have made the decision to consciously uncouple. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say Don't it. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> we have made the decision. And while it was a very difficult decision to make, it also was kind of easy, too. It was stupid easy. Was the whole process easy getting to that decision? Hell Definitely no. not. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Why do we both get really deep? Like, I don't know. What was know. that? It's something happening. Um, yes. No, I mean, the whole, you know, the whole, we had so much growth with each other and we were, o- we were only at this point where we could have made this decision in the way that we did because we're two conscious beings and we're practicing what we preach and that is the only reason that we're even sitting here having the relationship that we have now even post breakup that is because we are doing the work Mm -hmm. and we've been doing the work and for a while while we were doing it when we were going through these hard times of self-realization realization as a business realization as partners it was challenging to understand why we kept going through these difficult times, why we kept experiencing um, what we felt was not the places that we want to be at. However, now we're more aware that it all brought us to the point that we needed to be at now to be able to make this decision and to have the strength and confidence and courage to be able to go off on our own and create the life, the job, the experiences that we truly want. Yeah. Yep. And it the our whole journey together really was never easy. You know, we, we it was it really wasn't. We were having fun, you know, you're you right, we were right. best friends through the whole thing, but running a business isn't not easy and we just seemed to hit roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And it was tough. So through that though, we had such amazing growth on a human and personal level which, you know, 
I believe was perfectly divine. I think we both prescribed to that belief that we went through all of that for a reason. And our whole business relationship was exactly what it needed to be Mm -hmm. to serve us in the way that it served us. It's true. And I truly believe that it is going to help us and guide us in supporting each other even more in the ways that feel the best. Because we were best friends through the whole process, and now it's going to continue in a different way that feels really good for both of us, as opposed to what we were doing, where we were trying to compromise so much for each other and create the conscious craft as a perfect blend of Hannah and Alyssa. And by doing that, we weren't being 100% true to ourselves. Exactly. And we didn't know it at the time. Absolutely not. We thought we were, like, so aligned on everything. Totally, totally. (laughs) And, you know, we we did not realize all of this until it really just came to a head where we were both had this week of just feeling really stressed, really stuck, really kind of lost and trying to figure it out. And that is the key word of our whole journey was trying to figure it out. And we tried on many different uh, plans, situations, hats. We tried so many different strategies, and it just didn't, it never really clicked. So we got to this point where it is like, you know, maybe, maybe we need to surrender what the conscious craft looks like completely. Mm-hmm. And that might not be us working together. Mm-hmm. And once we opened up that door, it was like, holy shit, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yes. And it was very crazy to even say that because we've talked about this before. Um, We talked about it on on the video on Instagram if anyone has had an opportunity to check that out. But we were white-knuckling the conscious craft so hard because we it was our baby. We put everything into it. We put our blood, sweat, tears, passion, life into this business. And so the concept of letting go of it and the concept of going in a different direction didn't even seem like a possibility because it was our baby, you know? Some people at our age are having babies. This was our baby. (laughs) You know, just throw the baby out with the (laughs) bathwater. How old of a baby? A million years. Super old. But yeah, no, I mean, to to be able to have, I think we also, we said this before, it was that idea of us splitting up was not even in the realm of either of our minds and then we had this you know two-hour conversation and by the end of it's like yep that's what we're doing and we just knew it it wasn't our Mm -hmm. human selves that knew it it was our higher selves that knew it and again just to reiterate we were only able to facilitate a conversation like that and make a decision like that because we've been doing the work that we teach Mm -hmm. it is this conscious work and when you do this type of work on yourself you're shedding layers of yourself you're releasing old patterns old habits that it's not easy work it's not comfortable work it's not it's actually it's actually super uncomfortable let's just be real Mm -hmm. it is extremely uncomfortable to do the type of work that we're prescribing but that's the beauty of it because when you get uncomfortable that's where the growth happens The growth doesn't happen by just staying comfortable. And honestly, we were really comfortable with each other. Mm -hmm. And we were staying there because it was very comfortable. It felt very good. 
we were extremely supportive to each other as partners. Anytime we had conflicts show up in our uh, business, in our relationship, we handled it beautifully. You know, so all of these things felt super comfortable. So why would why would we let go of that? You know, this mm-hmm. is something really good that we have going. But because it was so comfortable, it was keeping us stuck. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> All right. Light drop. <laughs> Damn. Like, All I'll right. <laughs> it's so true, though. It's so true. And do, but you know, again, two conscious beings. Because we've been doing this work with with each other on ourselves it led us to a very uncomfortable decision. And to most people, an incredibly uncomfortable conversation. Luckily for us, it wasn't. You know? Yes, the whole thing was super uncomfortable in that it was a massive change and transition and surrendering something that you've been putting so much into. But to be able to have that conversation, you're only able to do that if you can really look at yourself in the mirror and know exactly who you are, what you want, and start to make little tiny shifts and set boundaries towards what you're really wanting to call in. Mm -hmm. And that, it takes some work. It does. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And you don't always have to know what the next step is going to be. Often you don't know what the next step is. I mean, we are at a point now, we broke up about a month ago, and we're still figuring it out. And that's okay. And we're allowing this time to surrender, to accept, and also to take consistent action towards getting us closer to the place that we want to be at even though the place isn't 100% defined yet and that's okay Mm -hmm. because it'll evolve over time just as our relationship has evolved over time Mm -hmm. and as you were saying we made this decision because ultimately we were losing our own identity in trying to compromise and emerge together as the conscious craft but Ultimately, we weren't going towards our joys yeah. and the things that really lit us up and really made us feel uh, excited. You know, we were trying to get that going. We knew that it was a missing piece in the conscious craft, mm-hmm. but it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard to even facilitate joy in the business. And I think that's probably like the number one indicator that something is out of alignment if you cannot find joy in what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so let's just take for for a moment what what the conscious craft did. What we focused on was stress management. We really helped a lot of people with mindset, mental health, <laughs> stress management, um, and so we were talking about it all the time. Now, whereas it's a beautiful avenue to discuss, we have so many tools and tips and tricks that we've been sharing over the past couple of years. We were still talking about stress all the time. And for both of us, I think there was a certain level of um, additional stress that was coming in by talking about stress so much, too. And we didn't realize it at the time because we were thinking, oh, my gosh, look look at us. We have all these tips. We we know how to deal with stress. We're good. But we were literally focusing on all of our energy on stress, and we were getting the heaviness of everybody else's stress and, you know, people, our clients, um, people we were coaching throughout the process. So now today, for example, Hannah had on her story that 
just like you were so excited about tennis. You were just talking about tennis. You were like, I love tennis. And it made me so happy to watch that and to see that you are doing something right now, even though who knows what direction that it'll take you. But still, you're doing something that was bringing you so much joy that you were so excited to get on your story and be like, I freaking love tennis. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. I, I And for you, too, you mm-hmm. know, to be able to talk about love and sex mm-hmm. and that go in that direction. That's something that's always been a passion for you. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now we we gave ourselves the permit. We gave ourselves the permission to go in the direction that excites us the most it's true and again as two conscious human beings we were we were given the allowance to do that Mm -hmm. when you're not maybe the most conscious person you don't see all perspectives and all possibilities but when you start to expand your mind and open up new doors you start to open yourself up to all the possibilities that are there for you it's true it's so true Like, for example, on Tuesday, I went to this woman's event um, all about relationships. And typically in the past, I probably wouldn't have gone if you didn't go with me. I probably would have been like, oh, let's let's go to this. This will be good for our business. But if you didn't want to go, I probably wouldn't have gone. Or, you know, it would have been like a conscious craft decision. And I would have felt like, oh, maybe it's not fully aligned with conscious craft. Maybe it is. Yada, yada, yada. But I decided to go, I went on my own, and it was fantastic, and I got, I gained so much from it, and I got excited, and I was, I honestly, I was happy to be there alone, because I was happy to be absorbing that information and that content in a way that if we were still us to the level that we were, I don't think I would have um, maybe even experienced it in the same way, because I would have felt like, oh, but how is this serving the conscious craft? Totally. Yeah. Totally. So hopefully this gives you all permission to go in the go towards the things that really light you up, not what society tells you you should do, not what your parents tell you should do, not what your significant other tell you tells you you should do. You have to lean in towards the things that really you feel that electricity running through. You feel excitement. It, that is your breadcrumb. Mhm. It's always your compass is what is making you feel excited and most joyous. Yeah. And listening to your intuition. Mm -hmm. I mean, for for those of you that don't relate or resonate with the word intuition, it's the same thing as listening to your gut. It's that gut feeling that tells you what direction you should go in. As Hannah mentioned before, we had this two-hour conversation to get us to the point of our uncoupling. And we, neither one of us went into that conversation thinking, oh, we're going to break up today. Let's have this hard conversation. We went into this conversation completely innocently being like, all right, there are some things that aren't working. What do we need to do? How are we going to readjust? Neither one of us had it in our minds <laughs> that we were breaking up that day. But through following our intuition, through listening to our gut, through having a really difficult but conscious and supportive conversation with each other we both collectively were able to get to that point in just a couple hours yep yep so i just want that to be an example also of how 
making decisions like this don't have to be something that you dwell over and you stress about and you are drained by the time you have the conversation because of all of the anxiety that has built up inside. If you feel something really strongly and you feel like you can present it in a conscious way where the other person will be receptive, go with that feeling. Really Mm -hmm. lean into that. Mm -hmm. It's so important to lean into that feeling and then act on it. You know, a lot of times we get those feelings, we get those urges, but then we back out. That's a great point. You know, we might be worried about what the other person would say. You know, again, we wouldn't have been able to come to this decision if we hadn't really practiced acting on those urges and acting on that intuition. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, we did it in a way that was, you know, very smooth and with a lot of love. But it's... It's a serious practice acting on those because it puts you in an uncomfortable position. Mm -hmm. At some point, you're going to be put in a position where you feel uncomfortable. You might feel guilty. You might feel guilt come on for making a decision or saying something that is true for you that might trigger somebody else. But when you start to do it more and more, you're literally empowering yourself by having those conversations and making those decisions that are true for you. And it's... uncomfortable as shit (laughs) it is uncomfortable as shit but I love what you said I love what you said that we did it with a ton of love and I think that that's super important because anytime it comes to making a very difficult decision in your life we're often making that decision out of fear or desperation or um, anxiety however if you change your mindset around it approach it with a lot of love the outcome is a hell of a lot different And so because we were able to have this conversation and love each other through it, not be like, fuck you, you're a shitty partner, Mm -hmm. as opposed to instead we were more like, wow, we are really great partners in a lot of ways, but there also are ways that we're not. And so let's just be honest about that and talk about it. And by doing it with love, we got such a different outcome than had we done it with fear, stress, desperation. Mm -hmm. And being brutally honest with ourselves and, you know, realizing that there's something amiss and not, you know, because, again, we've done a lot of this work, have done a lot of shedding. We didn't get defensive about it. It was was a total transparent, this is the situation, we can see it for what it really is in a very, with tons of clarity, in a very conscious way, not a distorted way. Right. Which... Often, with a lot of people, they're seeing a distorted perspective. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we lie to ourselves all the time. Mm -hmm. We lie to ourselves all the time. Sometimes we're very conscious about um, telling lies to other people. However, we often forget about the lies that we tell ourselves. And we're not doing it even consciously, but our subconscious mind creates, or even our, our conscious mind creates these stories based on what we think is a possibility or think, you know, could be the case. And we're just lying to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So by being able to to check yourself, be true to yourself, really get down deep and say, is this really my truth? Do I really think that Hannah doesn't love me? Or (laughs) am I just creating a story in my head? Oh, I'm creating a story in my head. And that that requires a lot of 
courage and also a lot of work on yourself to be able to look yourself in the mirror, go inward and ask, am I creating a story here around this? And is this actually true for me? Mm-hmm. That's, that is a total practice. It is. It's such a practice. And also, okay, let's continue to be real. Cause like, why wouldn't we? Yeah, totally. <laughs> We're recording this podcast a month later, right? Mm-hmm. This is not us recording the podcast, like, fresh after it happened. There were a shit ton of emotions that went on over this past month. There were lots of ups and downs, lots of moments of feeling like, fuck, I'm such a failure. Other moments of being like, I fucking got this. I'm doing what I want now, you know? Mm -hmm. Lots of ups and downs. And so you have to kind of allow yourself that process you have to allow yourself to all right I had a really really great day on Monday and then I had a crashingly shitty day on Thursday I don't need to beat myself up about it I just need to know okay more good days are going to come and I'm allowing the bad days to happen too that is so 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 true and when you can allow yourself to ride those waves that's what I'm deeply practicing right now too because I mean we're we're in it we're in the thick of it thick of still trying to ride this wave and we don't know where we're going we don't know what the next steps are really going to look like we're just going to keep leaning towards our joy yeah but there a hundred percent are days where it's like oh yeah i am a badass i just knocked out all this stuff and then the next day it's like oh my god what am i doing who am i why am i here (laughs) am i a human being and it's looking at those days either of the both days completely objectively having that practice where you can look at okay I realize that I'm feeling these emotions right now. I'm seeing them. I'm just going to observe them. I know that they're temporary. And that's whether you're feeling on top of the world or at the bottom of the barrel. Mm -hmm. Both situations are temporary. And you just ride that wave. You have to ride it. You have to ride it. Because if you don't, then you're fucking sinking. You're fucking sinking. It's true. That sink or swim analogy really works so well because, look, waves can completely take you out if you let it. But waves are part of life, right? So if you allow the wave to sink you, to drag you to the bottom of the ocean floor, bye-bye, you're done. (laughs) You're done. (laughs) You're done. (laughs) But if you ride it, you swim through it then you'll be able to get to the next location. Even though you might be gasping for air while you're riding it, at least you're getting a little bit of air as opposed to fully sinking. Mm -hmm. And this is just another great reminder that life is not all, I almost said butter and butterflies. (laughs) I mean, life is not all butter and butterflies, all right? I mean, Paula Dean would agree with you on that one. Well, it's true. (laughs) But, you know, so often, especially in this personal development world, you know, it's it's like one or two rhetorics. Hustle and grind your face off until you bleed and that's how you're going to succeed. Or just live in the vibration of joy and everything's going to be hunky-dory. You know, neither are true. No, neither are true. (laughs) Some days they might be. Exactly. Exactly. So release your expectations 
to think that every day is going to be the happiest day of your life or that it needs to be. Right. That is, once you surrender to the fact that not every day is going to be butter and butterflies, (laughs) (laughs) then you allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling from that third person perspective and you can just witness it and Mm -hmm. you detach from the emotions. Uh, Yes, for sure. Use your emotions as your GPS, as your guidance, you know, but when you're able to witness those emotions, then you can really gather what they're there to teach you because they are there to teach you something. Mm-hmm. But you've got to feel into them. The, you have to those feel. Those low points are there for a reason. It's so true. It's so true. If that if if that's like you know one of the biggest things that I've learned from our journey together, um, having so many low times in this process of being these. Um, teachers in the wellness world, right? Wellness, you think of happiness, you think of safety, you think of um, health, right? And health doesn't always mean happy all the time. And so... Mental health, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so recognizing that it's okay to have bad days. That is so, so huge because... Often what we typically end up doing innately, we get mad at ourselves for having a bad day, mad at ourselves for not being productive, mad at ourselves for feeling the way we're feeling, instead of just allowing it to happen. And you know what the secret sauce and all of that is? Is once you give yourself the permission and allowance to have those bad days and feel into them, you'll have less of them, and they last a hell of a lot shorter. Yep. Yep. I mean, that is honestly one thing that has completely held true this past month. There were definitely lots of days. I mean, I told you about a day a couple weeks ago that I was crying my face off, I think, for the entire day. And I needed, I texted Hannah because I needed that reminder that it was okay. Because sometimes in the moment, you don't feel it. So having some sort of support, some sort of accountability... Even if it's, like, you in your own phone taking a video of yourself saying, you got this, everything's going to be okay, that you can watch during those low times, having something to be able to bring you back to that makes all the difference. Yeah, that's so true. Having having that reminder is so, so key because it's so easy to get lost in the guilt of it. Why do I feel like this? Mm -hmm. How could I let myself feel like this? You know, I'm not getting anything done or whatever the self-talk is in that moment, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the story of it rather than just saying, okay, I see this, I feel this, I'm going to really feel this, I'm actually going to lean into this, I'm going to walk my ass to the beach, think we're lucky enough to be able to do that, but I'm going to walk myself out into nature and I'm going to really feel this. And I'm going to lean into it, and I'm going to allow myself to feel it so that I can release it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. When you feel it and you allow yourself, you release the emotion. So true. It's so true. That day that I cried my face off, I felt so shitty that whole day. And then the next day, I was like, I am light as a feather. <laughs> I feel lovely. <laughs> because I gave myself the permission. You gave me the permission. And that helped. Mm-hmm. It helped to have that permission to just allow it to happen. Yes. Yes. It, you know, life. (laughs) That's all I got. (laughs) Life will never never be the same. same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a trip. 
It is a trip. It's a trip. And you know what? Sometimes you land on your face. Sometimes you do. And that's cool. It's part of the process. Guess what? You're going to get the fuck back up. Yes, you are. You just have to believe it. You do. You do. And, I, you know, it would be so easy for us to, you know, number one, resent each other mm-hmm. or think about we just wasted all of those years doing all of that work, grinding our ass, our asses off every day. It would be so easy to go down that story and say, what did I just do for the last three years? Why did I just, you know, you could go into it. You're right. But we are conscious beings and we know we can look at that situation and actually think about everything that we gained. Yeah. Look at all the growth Look at all the transformation, the people that we helped, everything that we created, even though it wasn't what we thought we wanted or thought that it was going to be. We can still have that, um, still have that perspective that it was what it needed to be. Mm-hmm. And we gained so much out of it. So much. And that is the mindset shift right there. Mm-hmm. That is the mindset shift. Every time we're talking about shifting your mindset, looking at things differently... That is the most perfect example because you're so spot on. It could be so easy to just go down that rabbit hole of like, ah, what a waste. Oh, my gosh. But instead, we gained so much from this experience together. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, conti- like we said, continue to support each other through the process afterwards. So there's more to come from it. There is. There is. And I think it also, you know, we both pretty strongly believe that everything does happen for a reason there's always something to learn from something so having that hard belief also helped us through this too oh my gosh and looking for those little treasures when you are out of alignment or you know things aren't going your way or you're having a low point day there is a little nugget of information there for you that's all that experience is is an opportunity for you to, to get back into alignment. So there's some little shift that needs to happen, either mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever it is. There's something there for you to shift. But unless you have that, if you don't have that perspective and you get lost in the story, you won't find the treasure. Mm-hmm. You're, you're my treasure. But what? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll get that tattooed on my side. You're, you're my treasure. <laughs> you're my treasure. <laughs> it's true, though. We were able to cultivate such an amazing friendship through this experience. And I honestly think that this breakup has changed our relationship for the better. Totally. Totally. I mean, and that was the big, that was the probably the biggest reason why the conscious craft didn't work is it turned into a this has to work we're gonna you know it like you said totally white knuckling it putting so much pressure on it that it had to work we did not allow ourselves the expansion the freedom 
the, it, we didn't allow ourselves the possibility to see things differently by trying to force it. And, you know, we were putting pressure on each other because it oh, had sure. to work. For sure. So by releasing that, absolutely, that changed our relationship and the way that we work. Mm-hmm. We learned so much about what what ways don't work in the way to work as an it's entrepreneur. True. It's true. And how we work differently, too. So just mm-hmm. because we're business partners and are building this together doesn't mean that your technique of working is the same as my technique of working and vice versa. And so that's something really important to recognize too, especially for anyone who's listening that has a business partner or even if you have coworkers that you have to work really closely with. Um, Your way is not always necessarily the way that's going to work best for them. And so acknowledging that, being aware, being conscious and also being supportive of their technique too is something that can really just be a game changer. That is huge. That is huge. And for yourself, we were just talking about this today, to give yourself the permission or give yourself the allowance to work and operate differently than other people. We are all completely different people. We're different types of bodies, different types of energy different types of environment. Our family life is different. We have such unique lives that there's no way that there's only one way to succeed or one way to work. And it's important for you to do a little self-discovery and figure out what is the most optimal way for me to work in an efficient, healthy way. Mm -hmm. And it does not need to look like the person next to you. Yep. And also... Being open to it changing, too. Mm-hmm. For any, anyone that was with us with our whole CBD journey, one thing that we realized after that CBD journey is that we did not work the same way that our business partners then at the time worked. And that was something that wasn't aligned for us. And so we're like, oh, yes, we don't work that way. But then as we continued then it's like, oh, wait, you and I also work differently, too. Just because collectively we work differently than them doesn't necessarily mean that you and I have to work exactly the same way together, too. Mm -hmm. So that also is something to realize. Because at the time, you know, we didn't, I don't think, realize that. We just knew that (laughs) we weren't working that Mm -hmm. way. And so knowing that, like, the way that you work and the style and the environment and whatever the case may be, may change and shift depending on what point you are at in your life, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, it's not, also not easy because you're, especially if you have a job, you know, it's a little bit of a different conversation when you're, you're, you're given a set amount of hours to work and a way to work, but you can still, you can still cater that to your mode of operation if you can tinker with little ways that you operate you know maybe you go out and take a walk Mm -hmm. in the middle of the day or you schedule in little mini breaks or maybe you hustle and grind for Mm -hmm. a set amount of hours Mm -hmm. but at least giving yourself the permission that I don't need to look like the person next to me frees you up a little bit it totally 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 does 
Because then you get into the comparison game when you are trying to work that way. And as we all know, comparison is the thief of joy. So if you're constantly comparing, oh, well, this person is doing it this way, this person is doing it at this speed, and this person is doing it at this quality, and, you know, not paying attention, okay, but what is going to support your quality? What is going to support your work? What is going to make you feel the most productive and whole and be the best asset to the company that you're working for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hopefully... if anything out of this story you have gained and I've said it before give yourself permission to be yourself your most unique beautiful self yeah (laughs) and that is okay that you're different in fact it's perfect Mm -hmm. and also don't blame I think that's the biggest part when conflict comes up it's like so easy to blame you know we could have also gone down the blame game in this situation. Oh, and honestly, I'm just going to say right now, I think most people on the planet would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, a, in a situation like this, especially if you haven't done the work on yourself, mm-hmm. it is so easy to project and blame yeah. as a form of defense. Mm-hmm. It's a defense mechanism. It is. You're so spot on with that. We could have easily gone into a battle of blaming each other, call, you know, well, you didn't do this, you and you didn't, didn't do, do this. this. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. And that's where the consciousness comes in. That's mm-hmm. where it comes, because it's understanding that it's our innate nature to blame. Mm-hmm. That, that, that feels good. That is a defense mechanism. Yep. However, that's not going to give you the most desired result, because then the conflict drags on and it lasts and then the fights get even more intense you know so one of the things that I loved about that two-hour conversation that we had is we both took responsibility for our shit we were able to use I statements I feel this way I feel this is how it's happening as opposed to well you did this and that really didn't work for me you know it's a completely different way of approaching the situation that is so true once you take full responsibility Full responsibility for your life, and that means everything. You are empowering yourself, mm-hmm. completely empowering yourself. And, and you're empowering other people, too. And other people. Yeah. Totally. Because totally. if one of us, let's say one of us was conscious and one of us was using I statements, but the other person was blaming, that whoever the conscious person was could easily fall into that defense like, oh, well all right, I'm trying to be conscious, but you're fucking blaming, so I'm going to fucking blame right back, you Mm -hmm. know? It's easy to fall into that cycle. Oh, it sure is. It sure is. And if you're in that situation where you are really trying to be the conscious person and step into your power and have these difficult conversations, you know, you're going to come up against people who are not at the place that you may not be at. Oh, yeah, totally. So just... You know, honor them for where they're at, no matter what the reaction is. Understand, number one, don't take it personally, even if it feels extremely personal and Mm -hmm. it's an attack. Understand that more often than not, they're projecting their own shit onto you. Oh, for sure. So have that awareness, having these difficult conversations, and then hold, hold your truth. Stand in your truth. And it don't feel guilty or regretful for having that conversation. It can feel like, oh my God, why did I say this? Now I've stirred up all this conflict. I've put myself in this tough situation. 
Just stick with it. Shake it off, sweetheart. <laughs> shake it off. Shake it off because the more that you do it, the easier it'll get. And the more that you'll actually attract the right types of people that are going to be your type of vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is no mistake that Hannah and I came into each other's lives at the time that we did to be able to go on to this journey together. So love the people in your life, even if they are people that you feel like might be tormenting you or, you know, causing you grief. Give them love, appreciate them for why they're in your life at that specific time. Doesn't mean they're going to be in your life forever. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But just know and love and appreciate, okay, this person is in my life for some reason. They're probably showing me something about myself that I need to learn. And if you take that perspective, then it becomes a lot easier to approach them with that love and kindness and without the blame. Exactly. And you might come to the decision that some people are not aligned in your life anymore. Exactly. And a lot of doing a lot of this conscious work, this is why it's so uncomfortable, is you're going to start you're going to start setting boundaries and deciding this person is not in alignment with me anymore. And I'm going to make the decision that that is going to be true. (laughs) And that's probably going to be a difficult conversation. But again, you're empowering yourself. You're taking that huge step forward in that up leveling in your consciousness. And a lot of the time you're going to be cutting people out of your life. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. It is. (laughs) Truth hurts, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, say lovey. Say lovey. I mean, we we really want to just take a minute to appreciate and love anybody who has been with us through this journey, who has supported us, who has encouraged us. Um, Thank you for being that light for us. Absolutely. So, so grateful for the community that we've built, the amazing connections that that we've made with you all. It's been, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. It's been fun. We're not going anywhere. No, we're not going anywhere. The conscious craft doesn't look like what the conscious craft did look like, but that doesn't mean Alyssa and Hannah are going anywhere. He ain't going nowhere. You can't get rid of us that easy, uh, sugar. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you gain anything out of this podcast, leave a review. Yeah. We'd like that. We would like that. We want to know if we should keep going with this. Yes, that's actually a good point. We do want to know if we should keep going with this. Yeah. Let us know. We enjoy podcasting. We enjoy podcasting together. Mm-hmm. We've discuss this being a possibility of what the conscious craft might look like moving forward but we're also unattached we're feeling very open to allowing us to be able to do the work that we need to do individually support each other through the process and if podcasting together is still something that feels good and people would like to hear and people would support then we'll do it we'll do it All right, so if you got anything out of this podcast, if you liked it, if you feel inspired by it and you want to hear us continue, then let us know. Leave us a a review. Let us know if you want us to continue. And also, just as we're supporting each other moving forward in this process, we'd love if you guys would support us too. So you can find me if you're interested in love and sex coaching at... 
Coach Alyssa G A L Y S S A. Coach Alyssa G at on Instagram. Um, or you can send an email at coachalyssag at gmail.com. Beautiful. And if you are gearing up for a competition or have a team that is interested in all of this type of personal development work, hit me up. I'm working more with athletes now and bringing a lot of this mental and emotional wellness work to that world. So you can follow me at Hannah L. Holiday. H-O-L-L-A-D-A-Y or shoot me an email at hholiday at gmail.com <laughs> Alrighty, well it's been beautiful It's been so beautiful Thanks for keeping it real Thanks for keeping it real I love you I love you We just pounded each other We did and That might be the first time we've ever pounded Ever We've never pounded Never, I don't think Well, just, just gotta start Yeah, eight Everything we're all every yeah. ending has a new beginning. Exactly. <laughs> and our new beginning is fist pumping. <laughs> <laughs> so find us on social if you want to fist pump us too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>